Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 299, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. Communities with shared interests, values, thoughts, and attitudes encourage us to live better, to strive for more, and focus on the results we're looking for creating a sense of belonging, acceptance, understanding, and inspiration. This is exactly what you get from joining my free Discord community, Motivated Minds. On top of this, this group enables me to interact with each of you real-time for more in-depth conversations. Click the link in the show notes to join today. See you all in the group. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Despite all of the self-improvement content that exists on platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube, most people already know exactly what they need to do to improve their lives. Yes, most of us already know what it is we should be doing. Almost every day, each of us has at least one thing that we know we need to do. The challenge is that most of us struggle to just sit down and do that thing from start to finish. If we were able to do so, our lives would be so much better. For example, let's say you're in college. Maybe that's sitting down to write a couple of hundred words of a giant essay that you need to write. Or let's say that you fall into the 92% of the U.S. population that owns a vehicle, and that vehicle is making some weird noises, and you really need to bring it into the shop. However, for some reason, you're not. Because right now 
it's still working. And you assume that it's going to continue working, but in the not-so-distant back of your head, you know you should really get it checked out. See, it's not that people don't know what to do. No, that's not the problem. The problem is that people just don't do those things. They put things off. They distract themselves. They do pretty much anything under the sun, even things that are sort of vaguely important. But in reality, it's not really that important. And most of us use justifications like, oh, I'm sweeping the floor and that's productive. We use this as an excuse to not sit down and write that essay, even though that essay is the most important thing that we should be doing. And here's the big elephant in the room with this type of behavior. It's becoming more common. It's becoming a bigger problem. More of us are facing this struggle each day. Now, the question becomes, why? Because distracting ourselves is easier than it has ever been before. Every year, companies worldwide spend $329.24 billion on digital advertising to shove products in our face that none of us wanted nor asked for. We are bombarded and assaulted with pop-ups that scatter our attention about that distract us from all the things we're planning on doing when we sat down and turned on our computer or clicked on our phone. Now, this world of distractions creates a huge demand, a huge demand for those of us that struggle to resist its draw. And this demand is the most important skill we can cultivate in today's rich information age. It's the ability to concentrate, specifically the ability to actively concentrate on one thing for long periods of time without getting distracted. Now, this isn't just one solution for succeeding in this new digital age. It's the solution. Now, maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, whoa, Scott, you're a genius. You're saying something I already know. This is nothing new. Sure, this isn't some crazy original idea that I've had that if you can just focus on doing important things, then you're going to get better at life. However, like I said earlier, not knowing what we need to do is not the problem. It's the fact that we just don't do it. Maybe you've tried time and time again to concentrate for long periods of time. However, you find it extremely difficult, almost impossible to do so. Maybe you're someone that is constantly scatterbrained, distracted by the smallest things. Maybe you've given yourself the nickname, the Duke of Dilly Dally, constantly procrastinating. Well, you're in luck because I too used to be the Duke of Dilly Dally. And us Dukes, we stick together. And that's why I'm sharing my strategies and little hacks that have converted me into a productivity machine. 
giving each of you listening the ability to concentrate on boring things for long periods of time. And this skill is one that anyone can learn, one that doesn't require diving into eight hours of deep work in order to make progress in our lives. No, the bar is actually much lower. If we can dive in for one hour, one of the most important things on our to-do list for the day with ruthless active concentration, we are almost guaranteed to make substantial progress in our lives. And here's the powerful part of this. As we get used to putting in that hour of pure focus, we can upgrade that to an hour and a half, to two hours, to three hours, and on and on. And this upgrading comes with greater intensity of focus. And this means that we skyrocket past our goals and start living a life that we actually thought we'd be living at this point in our lives. So the million dollar question, how can we master this concentration? How can we become a productivity machine? Number one, properly craft your physical environment. You've probably heard it a million times that if we have a messy, disorganized room, that we're going to have a messy, disorganized mind. And if we just clean and organize our room, it's kind of like cleaning and organizing our mind. Well, there's actually great truth to this. Let's look at this from a practical perspective. Each room should have a use, and each physical space that we dwell should reduce friction. That is the intention of that room. It is created to help us do. For example, I built a studio in my house. It's where I do all of my creative work, like writing and recording this podcast, writing my newsletter, and coming up with content. Now, if I want to support myself in my endeavors to grow both and concentrate while working on both, I should ensure my space is as clean and clutter-free as possible, meaning the only things that should be around me should be things to help me accomplish the tasks that I've set. I'll give you a short story around the dangers of not following this rule. When I first completed my studio, I thought it was a brilliant idea to get a stand for my phone. A nice, simple stand that allowed me to put my cell phone right beside my monitor. And I thought that it would allow me to see all of my notifications throughout the day. This was the dumbest idea. Why would I need to be notified when somebody was texting me or commenting on one of my posts on social media? The only thing that this was doing was inviting more distractions. So how did I get around this? Well, I originally built a second desk in my studio, one with no monitor, a place just to store my books and engage in deep writing on old school original paper. This ended up becoming the new home of my phone while I was working at my computer desk. This meant that I was able to get into a flow state and avoid the distractions of my phone. It's little yet effective fixes like this that can drastically improve our concentration. When it comes to our concentration and focus, they are everything. 
Now, this doesn't just apply to our workspace. There are other little ways that our environment dictates the amount of focus that we have. For instance, if you usually keep your phone on your nightstand next to your bed, you've put yourself in a contradiction because the intention of our bedroom is to sleep. 66% of Americans sleep with their phone in their bedroom which means that 66% of Americans are probably spending way too much time on their phone before bed, which means it's greatly impacting their sleep and quality of sleep and how they wake up and show up each day. I invested in an Alexa device that's replaced my phone on my nightstand and it's taken the place of my daily alarm. So remember, each of our rooms, our spaces have an intention our office is for working. Our kitchen is for cooking. Our bedroom is for sleeping. Each of our rooms should stay within its lane or else all of our rooms become a distraction factory. Number two, design your digital environment. Just like our physical environment has intention, so does our digital environment. The right digital environment can significantly promote focus. And I've leveraged a few tools that have helped me over the years, specifically Chrome extensions, which I have found to be the most impactful given that the average person spends roughly 401 minutes per day or six hours a day on the internet. Now, each of these extensions I'll link in the show notes. One of these extensions is called News Feed Eradicator for Facebook. Now, you can actually use this for all social media platforms. What this does is it replaces your Facebook homepage with a motivational quote, and it helps to prevent mindless scrolling. So if you actually stumble on Facebook, especially when you're working, all there really is to do is to see if you have any notifications or respond to messages. The key is that you don't get caught in the trap of mindlessly scrolling and absorbing meaningless content. Another great Chrome extension is called DF YouTube, which stands for Distraction Free YouTube. If you're like many people, YouTube is probably a big time suck. What DF YouTube does is it eliminates the classic YouTube homepage. This means you're not bombarded with all those huge thumbnails that recommend videos. You still have access to the menu to the left. However, the entire homepage of thumbnails is minimized and almost completely gone. It also keeps the subscriptions tab so you still have access to those channels that you've subscribed to. The entire purpose of this extension is to eliminate the chance of getting sucked into a video that you were not intentionally seeking, leading to rabbit hole after rabbit hole. Again, we are designing our digital environment with intention. Remember, everything we interact with online is going after a portion of our time. And every year, that time gets divided more and more. More websites and platforms are created, and each one of them competes for something extremely valuable, priceless, in fact, our time. That means that each one of these websites and platforms are designed to hold us 
on their platform as long as possible. That means less time engaging in the things that will accelerate our life and happiness. We need to be just as intentional with our digital environment as our physical environment. If not, we sacrifice one of the greatest assets, time, and we give it away to the highest bidder. Number three, train your mind. Now that we've eliminated all of these little traps and attention black holes, we could start developing a philosophy and mindset of intentionality. And this is one of the most important and powerful mindsets we can adopt to promote concentration. We need to train our mind to be more intentional with our time. Now, it's critical that we don't get this confused with hustle culture, where every waking second needs to be dedicated to working on our craft or grinding. Now, I don't believe this is effective nor healthy. Being present and fully engaged with whatever we're doing, whether that's having fun, simply having a conversation with a friend, or working on something truly creative and fulfilling, that to me is the key to a happy and fulfilling life. One of the best ways that we can develop more intentionality in our lives in order to promote focus and also have a more fulfilling life in general is to create a schedule for our day. Now, schedule shouldn't be seen as a rigid, ruthless, iron-fisted, limiting concoction that we trap and imprison ourselves in. No, our schedule is our own. We can design our day in any way that is fulfilling to us. However, before we design our schedule, we need to ask ourselves some very important questions such as what could I do day to day that I would truly feel happy and fulfilled with? How much time would I dedicate to working? And be realistic with that. How much time should I dedicate to socializing and be realistic. If working out is important to you or streaming on Twitch is important to you, you have the freedom to design your day in a way that's most fulfilling to you. Now, there's something very critical to keep in mind. Once we design our day, we should be absolutely ruthless with being engaged and intentional with every single thing on our schedule. That way, when we're working, we get way more work done because we're concentrated. And in those moments when we're playing in life, we have a lot more fun because we're present. We're not guilty because we didn't actually engage in the work earlier. So how can we develop focus specifically? Start off by scheduling one hour of focus on a very specific thing that you really need to get done. Almost anyone can manage one hour once they enter a flow state. Try to bust past that 20-minute mark so you can enter that flow state. And after a couple of weeks of getting used to an hour of deep focus, ramp it up to an hour and a half then to two hours, then maybe two and a half hours, then three, if you feel like you're really getting the hang of it. 
For me, I find that three hours is the point of time that I'm most productive. Anything after that stretch can be diminishing returns. What's mind-bending and exciting is that as we get better at developing the skill of concentration, we start to observe that we can get things done a lot quicker, meaning we put in three hours of concentrated work and we get more done in those three hours than we typically did in our entire week. The goal should never be to work more. No, the goal should be to work less with greater efficiency, to create greater output. For example, many people that go to the gym spend countless minutes texting, walking around aimlessly, scrolling social media, and chatting with a workout buddy. Those moments are taking away from the entire reason for being at the gym. And beyond this, it means that those distracted moments are taking away time from the rest of the day. When we train our mind to be more intentional with our time, the dynamics of life start to drastically shift. All of a sudden, we accomplish more in less time, and we open our lives to new rituals and experiences. And this shift dramatically enhances the quality of our life. This week's shoutout is by Alyssa, who sent me a DM on Instagram. I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time, and I really notice a difference in my days and weeks when I'm tuned in versus when I'm not. Thank you so much for creating a consistent yet great variety of content, making a huge difference in my life and I'm sure for many others. For an opportunity to be next week's shout-out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout-out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into the one skill you can't afford to ignore. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thank so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.